Bitcoin's price is down, Ethereum's price is struggling and NFTs are in despair. So what should be your next move in the cryptocurrency market? Hi everyone, welcome back to Voice of Crypto's daily news wrap where we talk about all things related to cryptocurrency, blockchain and the world of Web 3.0. But before we take a look at how some of the top cryptocurrencies performed in the market, let's take a look at the top news events coming from the cryptocurrency space. Australia's new administration has finally broken silence on the crypto legislation stance. And as per recent reports, it has been said that the token mapping initiative, which is planned to be finished before the year is through, and it aims to determine how crypto assets and related services should be governed in the nation. It will also act like a guide for future regulatory choices. This means that quite a few regulatory updates can be expected from the Australian landscape. NFTs are in a shamble. And what exactly has happened? Well, um, there is quite a bit going on in the NFT space because of the BendDAO situation. BendDAO is essentially a lending protocol. Um, they ran out of Ethereum and they only have around 12.5 wrapped ETH in the contract. But what does this mean for NFT holders and NFT enthusiasts? Well, this simply means that people who had lent out money to others via BendDAO to buy NFTs on leverage can't put their money out and about 15,000 15, Ethereum <clears throat> and about 15,000 Ethereum was lent out. Um, a Twitter thread by an NFT researcher portrayed that it also means that BendDAO situation also means that the NFT borrowers must now pay 100% interest on their borrowed ETH. This means that the debt against these NFTs could be rising pretty quickly now, which is one reason why NFT holders or lenders might be scared at this point. Um, does this affect your NFT or does it affect NFT holders in, in any way? Well, that depends right now. The majority of NFTs have been defaulted, uh, no bid. This includes the 13 slash 17 MAYC, the 15 slash 9 BAYC and a few others. Um, Apart from that, there are two reasons why there are no bids happening at this moment. The first one is that BendDAO requires uh, bids above the debt and borrower owes and the OpenSea floor is around 0 0.95. To open the bid one will have to lock up ETH for around 48 hours and debt is sometimes higher than the floor price and people do not want to risk their situation in the market for 48 hours as the debt can sometimes be higher than the floor price itself of the NFTs. So this is quite a chaotic situation. We are yet to see what kind of an um, solution Bendao will be coming up with in the coming few days. And will it affect the NFT space in any way or will the NFT space continue to be in this shamble, let's say, for the next few weeks? Moving on, not everything in the market is affected by the bearish blues that have taken over the larger cryptocurrency market and FTX has been holding the bullish flag high. Uh, a recent report highlighted that um, their revenue jumped by almost 1000% and topped to around 1 billion US dollar. The firm was profitable with around 27% operating margins and most of the business came from the derivatives market outside US which 
is a good statistics which is a good statistic in terms of the larger adoption happening in the market that said most of the global footprint was noticeable to be growing through mna this means that numbers are pointing in a good direction for FTX and this could also mean well for the larger market in terms of adoption. However, the real bad news comes from the larger cryptocurrency market where the global crypto market cap is down to the one US one trillion. <clears throat> the global cryptocurrency market cap is back to the one trillion US dollar mark. The market cap also saw the 1.15 trillion US dollar mark briefly and since then there has been a larger fall for assets in terms of price. The larger fall was triggered by Bitcoin's depreciation in price. Bitcoin's price as we can see is down by close to 12% in the last seven days while Ethereum which is the top altcoin in the cryptocurrency market is now down to the 1560 US dollar mark and it noticed a fall of close to 3% over the last day and close to 17% in the last seven days. Ethereum's price spike owing to the much anticipated merge had been pretty well however uh, prices couldn't sustain the higher levels and saw a pullback from the upper resistance mark we will take a look at ethereum and bitcoin's price action towards the end of the video so stay tuned for more such update before that let's take a look at some of the top gainers in the market despite bearish blues there are some altcoins that are managing to make their way for some gains in the market. We see that EOS token is up by 5% in the last 24 hours while Chili's is up by close to 3%. Synthetix, Synthetix's SNX token is up by close to 2%. However, Synthetix has noticed a 22% fall in the last one week. So it surely isn't very bullish on the long-term chart. Monero, which is one of the top privacy tokens in the market, is up by close to 1%. Generally, privacy tokens see a spike when the larger market is suffering. So this cannot be considered a long-term bullish uh, signal for Monero as well. Other than that, we see that most of the tokens in the cryptocurrency market were noting massive pullbacks in terms of price. Celsius's trajectory has been askewed for the last few months and at the time of recording celsius's price was down by close to 25 percent on the daily chart other top losers from the last week have been some of the other top losers from last week have been lido dao's ldo token near protocol curve dao token anchor flow convex finances cvx token and filecoin and we can see that these are most of the DeFi tokens and the DeFi market surely has seen quite a bit of pullback. That said, data also points at a little bit of a larger bullish picture for Bitcoin. Recent reports have highlighted that dormant Bitcoin addresses now hold or hodl, the largest ever amount of BTC, which means that long-term holders or dormant Bitcoin addresses have still still have confidence in the Bitcoin market and are not liquidating their position. So this could act in favor of Bitcoin's long term momentum. Looking at the bearish blues to wrap it up, we will finally take a look at Bitcoin's one day chart and assess how Bitcoin's price has acted over the last week. 
After noting a decent uptick in price over most of the last month, we can see that Bitcoin's rise in price started on a macro level at around 18th July or the mid of July. Since then, Bitcoin's price has noted minor upticks in terms of price. However, uh, while it has established itself above crucial resistance and support lines, we can see that there isn't uh, that the we can see that there is a missing bullish action or a missing action from the retail side that is still left in the Bitcoin market. Over the last four days, we see that trading volumes have noted a subtle decline and this could point towards um, retailers not being active in the market. Price had noted close to 20% uptick from the July 15th time up until August 15th and this is the most this is the maximum upswing that Bitcoin's price has noted if you look at the macro price chart however since then Bitcoin's price has noted a close to 20% pullback which means that all the gains that Bitcoin's price had made throughout half of July towards the end of July have been reversed and Bitcoin is finally below the 21,500 resistance support mark which has played which is at a crucial price level in Bitcoin's trajectory over the last month. Can we expect bullish momentum again in the market? Well this is a question that Bitcoin's price will answer on its own as soon as it establishes above the key resistance that price faces for the next week. But for now, do your own research and keep watching Voice of Crypto for more such updates about the cryptocurrency, blockchain and Web 3.0 market.